Hello, and welcome to Sip and Savor. I'm your host, Mega McSwain. I'm a longtime food writer in Houston. I dine out probably a little more than the average bear, so naturally I get asked where to go, what's good, where to eat, this and that. And when out-of-towners ask for foodie recs, it is always these two questions. Where do I get the best barbecue? And where do I get the best Tex-Mex? Now, there is so much great Tex-Mex here in Houston. It's like I have so many faves. And, you know, some might be for different things. Like I have my favorite places for breakfast tacos and then my favorite place for breakfast tacos, but with barbecue too. Then there's the late night Tex-Mex, the Sunday brunch Tex-Mex. The list just goes on and on. And it's so great because there are so many options depending on what mood you're in. I feel like we're so spoiled here in in Houston because like over the years when I have traveled to New York or even through Canada, I will try the Mexican food, which is not always easy to find, by the way. And secondly, it will be like chips and salsa and then the salsa is not spicy or like my plate will have two small tacos and I'm like, come on, I need more than this. I need like a platter, guacamole, rice, beans, you know, like the whole enchilada. So I always say we're so lucky to have such good Tex-Mex food here, really authentic stuff and all the, you know, really good ingredients. You can't really talk about Tex-Mex in Houston without mentioning the original Ninfas on navigation. I'm sure you have heard of Ninfas. There have been locations all over, but the original, the very first one, is still on Navigation Boulevard, where it has been since 1973. Its namesake, Ninfa Lorenzo, Mama Ninfa, as she was referred to, started the restaurant. Her family had a tortilla factory, and she became famous for creating the dish Tacos al Carbon by rolling a tortilla with freshly grilled skirt steak, and the rest is history. The original Ninfas on Navigation has been thriving for the last five decades, but after Mama Ninfa's death in the early 2000s, it was taken over by legacy restaurants, who brought on a talented chef named Alex Padilla to helm the kitchen. Now there are two original Ninfas, the one on Navigation, and an equally lively location at Boulevard Place in Uptown. This is a restaurant that locals know and love, out-of-towners may have heard of it, and they want to try it when they come to Houston, and it's really stood the test of time in a city where, really, there are so many places to eat. Today I'm going to visit Alex at the new original Ninfas, And we're going to talk about this iconic Houston restaurant and what you should eat when you go. And I will tell you, I'm going to be learning along with you because, you know, I didn't have Ninfas until I was in my early 20s. You know, I know it's an institution and people have had it for years and years, but, you know, my family and I moved to Houston from India. We lived in A-Leaf and we sort of ate whatever Mexican food was around. And at that time it was ponchos. It was a lot of Taco Bell, (laughs) but, um, you know, I do know now after eating a ton of ninfas that it really is one of the best places to eat in Houston and, um, especially for out of towners to try. Uh, and, uh, I think chef Alex is doing some really dynamic things. And, um, so I'm very excited for people to learn more, uh, as, as I do as well. Thanks for joining me today. Oh no, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. How long have you been with Ninfas? I've been with Ninfas uh, close to 16 years. Oh wow. Yes. 
So what a role to step into. It is, um, you know, some, some big shoes to fill. Well, yeah, uh, to me it was like a challenge because, you know, I, all my culinary background is, is French California cuisine. I used to live in San Francisco and uh, I used to work with one of the best uh, chefs on the West Coast, Nancy Ops, and all my, you know, career pretty much was with Nancy Ops. Traveled all over Europe, Asia, and uh, all over the United States. Did you? What were you cooking though with him? Were you doing a lot of Mexican food or Tex-Mex no, or everything? No, actually, I started cooking Mexican food in San Francisco because I opened a Mexican bistro there. Okay. And that's how I know uh, I met Neil mm. because in one of the interviews, uh, I didn't knew that I was, you know. Put her down, you know, moved to Houston. And, and, so you're not from here, like you didn't know? No, well, I grew up in Houston. My mom used to work in Nimpas in the past. Oh, wow. So in the interview, I mentioned that my mom, you know, used to work in Nimpas. Mm -hmm. And so Neil Morgan, the owner, you know, he started calling me and calling me short long. In two years, he made me come to see Nimpas. Did he try your food in San Francisco? Well, yes, and so that's why he was calling you. He did, but at that time, I was uh, I opened a, a Greek restaurant in Santana, in San Jose, and he fell in love with the stuff I was doing. So across the street, we had the Mexican restaurant. So you had a Greek restaurant on one side of the street and a Mexican yes. restaurant on the other. Wow. Well, you know, I, I'm pretty close trained, so sure, yeah. I didn't cook pretty much anything. Wow. So then you decided to come back to Houston, and your mom, your mom was here. Yeah, my mom, my sister, all my family. Williams uh, are here, so I said, why not? Yeah, give it a try. And uh, I told Neil, you know, uh, I'm gonna fix it, and, and I might go back to New York or. Uh, so you thought maybe you'll come to Nimpa's, kind of look at the menu, run, do that, yeah. and then. But guess what? <laughs> Sixteen years later. Sixteen years later, wow. still here. Yeah. But you know, you see. I've been in the most cosmopolitan cities, uh, you can say it, I mean, uh, all over, in Europe, but I love this thing. It's home? This is my thing. Wow. So, um, did you know you wanted to be a chef when you were very young? I think this is my jeans, because yeah. my mom, you know, So what did your mom do at Nimpas when she worked here? Uh, she was working in the kitchen, okay. on the backside. Yeah, so it really is in yeah. your jeans. <laughs> but it was back in the, you know, in the 80s when Mama Nimpas was uh, still with us. And, uh, That's amazing. so many restaurants, they keep moving people around, so training, you know, every time they open a new restaurant, they were training people with them. So, just give me a little background, just for anyone who doesn't know, there was original Nimpas on navigation. It's and still. Right, still there. And then... There's now so many ninfas, like they, there's different locations all over, but those aren't the original, obviously. Actually, just... it's not that many left, uh, but they, uh, it's a franchise. They pay right. royalties to the original ninfas. Okay. By the way, in, uh, in maybe, yeah, in one more year or so, it's going to be the big 50. Ninfas is coming. Oh, 50 years. years. Wow. So it'll be a big party. Wonderful. I'll be, I'll be waiting for the invite. Yeah, you will. <laughs> So, it, like you said, 50 years, it's still such a popular restaurant. I mean, in Houston, there are so many Mexican restaurants, Tex-Mex restaurants, taco stands. I mean, there's so many places to get Mexican food, uh, and, and pretty good Mexican food, but Ninfa's, there's just nothing like it, and people are just so loyal. Why do you think that is? You know, uh, it's no secret when, when, uh, when you effort to do the, the, the things uh, right, and you use the the right ingredients, and you have somebody behind you know all those ingredients doing the right job. A lot of attention to, yeah, detail. attention to detail. People will come here and they might have their favorite Tex-Mex dish like cheese enchiladas or tacos al carbon. Yeah. But what do you do here that 
that people may not expect or people that you think that maybe they should try and think out of the box? I mean, starting from the, we make everything, you know, from the scratch. The cheese enchiladas would be good. It's like the crab cake coming out of the wood burning oven or the frito mix on, you know, calamaris with octopus. So you have a wood burning oven here. Yeah. So there's lots yeah. of different dishes that you do in that. So oven. pretty much we don't use gas because we cook the fajitas to over right. um, uh, charcoal and the wood burning oven too. And that's so what makes cook, it taste so good. We cook good. everything in the wood burning oven. Nice. And so you mentioned the octopus. What is that dish? Yeah, by using my, you know, my background. So I... Um, we have some octopus tacos, we have some octopus oh, in the wow. mix though, and it's, it's super, super good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, I use uh, Spanish octopus. Okay. So it's super tender, and I try. To, I always try to use the best ingredient I can. All my seafood is coming from the Gulf. Okay, all Gulf yeah, seafood all here. Gulf. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, and your, what about like your other ingredients? Or obviously tortillas you make on site. Tortillas, we make fresh corn tortillas on the side. You can see as soon as you walk in the restaurant, uh, the flour tortillas. I have to tell you this because you need to know this. Most of the Mexican restaurants and, like you said, taco stands and little taquerias, they use animal uh, lard right. or fat to, right. to make the flour tortillas. I don't, I don't eat lard, personal. I'm very particular with that. It has to be olive oil or, you know, something better. Oh, that's than that. so interesting. So, my tortillas, either the corn or the flour, I keep them vegan. Oh, they're vegan? Or vegetarian. Right, okay. Because I use vegetable chorney okay. on, on my tortillas. And uh, there is no secret. I mean. Well, that's so funny to me because. And I mean, I didn't know, but I just felt like when you hear of someone saying they're cooking it with some sort of fat, duck right. fat or whatever, that you think, oh, that's gonna, that's why it tastes so good. But I really think your tortillas are so good here, and they're vegetarian. Well, the thing is, you know, I really respect the, you know, culture, religions, and uh, and uh, the much as I love the vegetarians, I, you know, I can see the vegans, and and, and I wanna, we want to sell food for everyone, right. not just. Uh, the meat lovers. Sure. Do you get a lot of vegan requests here? We got we got a few, yeah. Because they but wouldn't a lot eat of vegetarians. Right, of yeah. course a lot of vegetarians. And I think that's with vegetarian food, you know, people tend to go to like the Mexican restaurant, they know there's gonna be options, Italian restaurant, they know there's gonna be options, but when you go to vegan it's kind of like you can't have cheese. You know for those that, and that's the reason why uh, for that those people ask for Special request. That's why I keep uh, balsamic. I, I, I have some truffle oil, bacteria. I got some uh, champagne vinegar. I got some, so you, know. you can make things, yeah. create things, and make and them I taste always, good. I always use kosher salt mm -hmm. and uh, good olive oils and olive oil, blend olive oil for you know satay, the other stuff. See, I really believe it's like you can't skim on any one thing. You no. have to have good olive oils. You have to have good right. salt. I mean, it, if you don't have a you know, one good thing, it just mess up the dish. Yeah. Or it just doesn't taste as good. Let everything taste with the ingredients. Right. You just need to put it together and mix it the rice and regio on it and, and you're gonna have one of the best. So let's talk about your chips and salsa. Okay. I'm sure you go through tubs and tubs of chips here. You make your chips daily. Yes. <laughs> and uh, actually, uh, it's a product that uh, we buy from a company they're calling Milagro. Okay. And those are natural, uh, natural chips. They don't, they don't have any preservatives. Okay. Okay. You gotta use them in, in two days or otherwise. Right. So you gotta eat them faster. You can't keep and, them. Uh, 
this is the same shit Rick Bailey used in Chicago, you know, and that's why I want to use it. I want to yeah. print the best stuff for us in the restaurant. Right. A good chip. That's important. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost, well, it's basically the first thing they eat when they sit down. Right. And, uh, you know, red salsa and the green salsa. So you we, get both when yes. you sit down. Okay. We roasted tomatoes. We roasted jalapenos. We roast fresh garlic for that. Wow. You know, we use fresh chilies. We don't use cans. Yeah, no all. cans, but no. on the salsa. And on the green salsa, you know, it's, you know, that's just a big Nipah's uh, signature. Right, you yeah. Know, we try to use always the best avocados, the best tomatoes. And the green salsa here is, um, describe it, is it more on the creamier side? Is it more on the chunky side? Spicy? It's more like a creamy and it's not that spicy. And uh, So people can eat chip after chip yeah, after chip. Yeah, it's more chip. like a, you know, yeah. green salsa dip. It's not really spicy because I want to keep one spicy and one mild. Right. So the and, red uh, one is a little bit spicier than the green one. Yes. I love them both, and I just I use them. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I use them on every dish that I have. Like if I'm having enchiladas, I put oh, the no, salsa they, on top. Trust me. They, Everyone does that. We go and uh, a day we go like uh, a special Friday Saturdays. In one day we go sixty quarts of that. Sixty quarts of uh, each. Red salsa. And red salsa. salsa. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so it's just addictive, you know. Right. So let's talk about your queso because people love the queso here. And, you know, queso is one of those things that it's really hard to replicate at home. You can't make it taste like a restaurant. There's other things you can try to make like a restaurant, but not queso. Queso, uh, really, again, you know, um, you can do so many things with this, this queso. And I can tell you maybe in another different time, but uh, all you need is... Uh, Bamery, mm-hmm. with some milk. Uh, you can get any Vita cheese in any stores. Right. And uh, the ratio is like if you use uh, five pounds of Balvira, you, you have to use like three or four cups of milk. Okay. You just warm it That's up That's how you together. get it really creamy and that, that texture. Yeah, and once it's all melted and, and you got so creamy, you can add, you know, if you want it spicy, you can chop jalapenos, onions, tomatoes, celery, and green bell pepper. Okay. Right. See, it sounds you know, so simple. You make it sound simple. <laughs> it is simple. It is simple. You don't need to add pepper or salt or anything. Just okay. Because so just the authentic flavor, like the honest cheese flavor of the cheese. The salt. Right. So if you put salty wool in that, something really is really salty. Right. Yeah. Too much salt. So what is the item that you're most proud of on the menu or that you think that everyone should try at least once? You know what? Uh, I, I, I mentioned it to the, the guys who were interviewing first. It's not one dish on the menu that I'm worried about it, that I say, okay, I need to change the menu because this dish is not moving. Mm-hmm. We sell everything, everything in this place. But the lunch specials, they're selling a lot, and, and it's a typical, uh, you know, it's a, it's a fish taco, uh, adobo chicken taco, or carnitas taco with any rice you want. So that's like lunch, it's really popular yeah. at lunch. and the sliders, the fajita sliders on the lunchtime, they go in through the window. Wow. What's your favorite thing on the menu? Oh. <laughs> do you eat here every day? Because if you yeah, do, I'm well, jealous. I have to try to put every day, uh, even when I, you know, I'm fasting every, every day, and I eat only once a day because... You fast and then yeah. you only eat this meal? Right. Wow. And, uh, you know, I eat around five or six, but the salads we got here, especially the romaine salad, the uh, chicken adobo salad is one of my favorites of wow. the salad. And uh, the carne asada is delicious. Uh, again, cochinita pibil. Uh, I love the octopus tacos. 
and the red. I'm gonna try those because I never thought of octopus being a filling for a taco. Yeah, and the salmon coming out of the wood burning oven is excellent. It's right on top of the uh, organic grits with poblano sauce and guajillo sauce with the mole rub. Oh. It's not the sauce, it's the spices. Okay, mole only. rub, yeah. not, a, not a sauce. That's not interesting. A sauce. And, and that's on the salmon? Yeah. I'll have to try that. See, I'm one of those people that I'll come to a restaurant like this and has such a fabulous menu with so many different things on it and I'll get like cheese enchiladas because I just love them. Whoa. Can't you blame know? you for that. I know. I just have to try more stuff because I know there's so much other stuff. But to really, try. next time if uh, the oysters are still in season, you have to try them. Those are coming out of the wood burning yeah. oven and I make uh, out of mezcal, I make uh, crema to oh, pop those. A little boozy. A little boozy, <laughs> yeah, with spring onions, a little bit of chorizo and, and croutons in there. It's like that sounds good and you know sometimes people who have never tried oysters or who are iffy about the way that they you know the sliminess of them right. i feel like they love or they they're willing to try wood roasted cooked. yeah cooked Fry oysters or, or, right just because they have a little bit more right. flavor and it's a good kind of intro to, right. to trying oysters but you know the best the best time to eat uh, raw oysters is when you know when it's cold on the winter right. time right once you start getting a little too warm you better cook them right like just like anything else yeah. there's a season for them otherwise they they go a uh, little milky and they taste mealy you know like kind of like something little, little right right the texture is really important with oysters you right. know i mean yeah sure they can be slimy sometimes but that's kind of part of the charm of it right. if you get a good one and so those are gulf gulf coast gulf. oysters too yeah. so everything here is gulf yes nice. even the redfish mm -hmm. you know, uh, how's the redfish prepared the redfish is uh, one of the the most popular actually yeah because you don't see that everywhere no so. and uh, it's the flavor and the redfish is incredible mm. i would put this fish over you know halibut mm. or any other white fish uh, well pompano is really good fish but if it's wild but red redfish from the gold they don't have no competition right and we cook that in the wood burning oven mm -hmm. as well comes with uh, real vegetables coming from the wood burning oven and uh, tomatillo relish on top. Oh, nice! And that sounds like good. Perfect. So I feel like if someone, if someone was coming out to eat here and felt like, oh, I don't want to eat Mexican food today. It's just going to be too heavy. There's plenty of other options. There's plenty of like, options. yeah, you named all those salads, the salmon, yeah. the redfish. It's just hard to resist all the other yeah, yeah, cheesy, yeah. cheesy we, stuff. We can make uh, anything pretty much. Like right now, I'm making my own queso fresco, you know. Oh, wow. And I'm going to put that on the menu with early tomatoes and this, uh, you know, grilled pasta. Really fresh stuff, yeah. yeah. So what it's about good, desserts? Dessert, uh, th our fresh leches. I mean, we sell tons of it. The Kahlua plan. Oh, Kahlua. You have a lot of boozy dishes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Win Texas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, our sopapillas. Oh my god, I love sopapillas. I remember that was like the first dessert I had as a kid, like going out to eat Mexican food. Always have to have sopapillas. And the Mexican uh, chocolate cake. What's the Mexican chocolate cake? What's in that? I use abuelita okay. chocolate Mexican, and I use a little bit of dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Mary mixed it together. Wow, I just can't, I never, I'm always so full when I eat, but next time I eat here, I'm gonna have like a piece of salmon or a salad and then have all those desserts. Cause it's like, I just want to try it all. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a sweet paradise. Do you do churros here? On the weekends we do. Wow, yeah, cause I would imagine people always are looking for churros. Yeah, and the, on the brunch it's incredible. So you have to come in and taste the brunch. We've got the best uh, masa azul. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, waffles. Oh, wow. Crispy outside and really tender uh, so inside. are those savory? Yes. Okay, those yes. are savory waffles. Yes. Wow. And uh, our pancakes, you gotta try them. I mean, it's incredible. I'm going to. And we got these avocado uh, egg toast on the weekends. Oh, it's like, so it's like avocado toast, but yeah. with egg? Okay. And for the ones drink a little too much on Friday night, we got that pozole. Oh, like hangover food, hangover yeah. Food. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, also you can order fajitas or anything out of the menu. It's the full menu, yeah. yeah. Um, so there is Original Ninfas on Navigation, yes. which has been there for yeah. years and years, decades. And now there's Original Ninfas at Uptown, which we're which here now. So, and I'm going to be later. You're back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. So you're busy. Um, so it's not the original, but it's the same name. So what's the same and what's different about these two? You know, concepts? I always compare this. is one kitchen, two dining rooms. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So people who dine here, let's say they live closer to uptown and, or they don't want to drive to navigation, they can expect the same yeah. quality of like their favorite dish or same menu. Yeah, it's the same food, but obviously, you know, we don't have uh, the same history yet. So some people uh, love that location because it's got a lot of uh, memories, bring a lot of memories to them. Right, and the building has a lot of character over right, there. Right. Um, but this, I will say, this restaurant is beautiful. Um, of course, that one has its, the navigation has its charm, but this one is just so pretty, and there's a patio. Yeah. It's a nice neighborhood. Light. The light. Right, tons but, of light. What people need to know is that we got, like, uh, plenty parking right here in, uh, in uptown. I know. You know, I came a little early today because I thought, oh, my God, is parking going to be hard? Or... Um, but yeah, I parked in the garage and came right, right down. It was right. so easy. You can use the elevator or you can use the uh, you know, escalator. Yeah, escalator. I, just, I came uh, right down. It was super easy. And it's uh, five floors on the garage and it's plenty parking. Right. Plenty, plenty parking there. But they have to figure out, you know, how to... Well, I will say um, it's definitely worth trying if you've had the navigation, if you've right. been to the navigation location to try this one because it really is a pretty space and it's kind of... Fun. Like the bar is really big. And oh no, yeah, and demographic. This place is like lately is becoming the place you want to be seen. Yeah. Oh, the place you want to be seen. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's it's a, always... lot of, it's a lot of good-looking guys, beautiful ladies coming here. Oh, there you go. You guys heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty, plenty uh, margaritas and red wine, white wines and green. Isn't it the Ninfarita? Yeah. Yeah. And so all of your juices and everything made fresh here. Yes. Fresh. We squeeze. make everything from scratch. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, will there be uh, more original ninfas? <laughs> At this moment, uh, I don't think so because you know we're just coming out from the COVID right. and we're recovering. You know, uh, and it, right now it's really hard to get employees. I think everybody. I'm uh, hearing that across the board. Everyone's saying yeah. it's, staffing is really hard. I do think that'll change and get better. It will. It will. The original Newcastle is an iconic place. Right, it is. It, it's, it's an institution. It's been there for many, many years. And most of the people own restaurants in, in Houston or around Houston, they have working in Newcastle. At one point At or one another, point. right. It really is so iconic, like you said, because, you know, I get questions a lot. Like, oh, where's the best Tex-Mex? Or where's, where can I get, you know, really good fajitas and stuff? And people, it's... It's always at the top of everyone's list right. for any kind of dish that you might want. Yeah, and, and that, this is why, you know, the reasons I keep the menu, I try to keep a balance on the menu. Right. Like on the appetizers, I got these delicious mushroom, uh, mushroom quesadillas or corn tortilla, the, 
is to die for. I mean, it's completely vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's really important. You have to evolve because there are a lot right. more people. Avocados, you know, the guacamole is completely vegetarian. All the salads, we can make it vegetarian or vegan. Right. So that's where I try to find the balance. Like charro beans, there is no meat at all in the charro beans. So you don't use, like, any lard in those beans? No, 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 no. no. So you're not, you're not into the lard? No, no. To me, it's... To me, it's like religion. Don't use lard on on the food, right? Uh, especially if it's animal. I don't believe in trans fat or, or you know nutrients and all that kind of stuff that make you sick at the end. Right. So I want people to eat this food and remember, you know, this food and and make them, you know, thinking, oh, I can't wait to go. Right. I try to use the best chicken I can, the best beef I can, organic eggs on uh, brunch menus, and uh, you know. I think people appreciate that. Well, if you need help with tasting every single Let day, I can be here at 5 o'clock, okay? Well, if you're in trouble anyway, don't blame no, me. I know, I know. I'll help you with the, the salads and all the right. fish. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for joining me, and thanks for sharing all these secrets. Um, I might try to make some queso at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's another thing, you know, the coffee, the bread, and all that stuff, we support the locals, too. Yeah. We, we, we want to keep... Uh, you know, supporting yeah, you're supporting these local Houston businesses. Yeah. That's really good. It's H-Town. Yes, H-Town till the end. Stronger than ever. Thanks so much, Alex. All right. H-Town, stronger than ever. I couldn't have said it better. I love how Chef Alex put it, original Ninfas is now one kitchen, two dining rooms. It really speaks to the warmth and feeling of home that you feel when you dine there. With his consistency, attention to detail, and passion for this very special Houston brand, it truly feels that way, despite which location you're at, that you're at a place with a lot of heart and a lot of history. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to Sip and Savor. If you want to connect on social media, you can follow me at Hot Pink Houston on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and follow at Sip and Savor Podcast for behind-the-scenes moments and photos of the food, restaurants, and people I discuss in each episode. Also, you can keep up with Chef Alex Padilla and all of the news and happenings at Ninfas. Follow at Ninfas Original on Instagram. If you love this podcast, please do subscribe and look out for new episodes every Wednesday on the Eat, Drink, Dine Podcast Network. Until next week, sip and savor well.